We don't grow alone. We flourish when we do life together. To flourish means to grow or develop in a healthy way, especially as a result of a particularly favorable environment. Join me for conversations about growth and change as we talk about what it means to flourish and create the community you crave. You're listening to the Flourish Together podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Worley, and this is episode 63, The Pursuit of Friendship. Together podcast. I am excited to bring you guys a new episode this week. This week, I sat down to record this episode of the podcast, and I had a really terrible migraine that whole entire day. And when it got to the evening where I was going to sit down and record, once the kids were settled and everything, I just was not feeling it. I wasn't feeling my best, and it reminded me just of this simple notion that I need to take care of myself. And I think we have all kind of been in those positions where we have things to do and we don't feel good or we have a lot of things to do and some of it can wait. And it's just really kind of sorting out what's the priority and what's going to take precedent over that moment. And so I took a pause and allowed myself grace, the same grace that I would extend to somebody else. Or if I had a friend sitting in front of me talking about how they were overwhelmed, I would tell them to give themselves grace and see what they could do another time and do later and take care of themselves in that moment. So that's what I did. So thank you for your patience this week as I get a fresh new episode up for you this week. It was a good reminder this week to take care of myself and that sometimes the podcast doesn't have to go up exactly on this particular day, that it can it can wait and um, and that's okay. And to take care of myself and be really intentional with my time and myself, which kind of leads me into what we're going to be talking about today in today's episode. Uh, the episode is titled The Pursuit of Friendship. And when I look back on just several seasons of my life in friendships and relationships, I feel like I am the type of person who has always had a lot of different groups of friends. I can remember being like that, you know, ever since I was like in junior high, honestly. And I think part of that is because I moved Um, across the country at that time in my life and had to start all over with brand new friends. But I still, to the best of my ability, tried to maintain relationships with the friends that I had back home while I was navigating relationships in a new home. And so that kind of has always stuck with me, um, going to college um, away from home and making new friends and then making really great friends in college and then leaving to take my first job out out of college again, all the way across the country and starting all over. And so, like I said, I've had a lot of different seasons where I have had a lot of different groups of friends. And when I look at those relationships and friendships that have had the most impact on my life and really stood the test of time, if you will, intentionality has always been behind them. And when I talk about intentionality, what I really mean is the intentionality of this 
two-way friendship, this really intentional friendship where it's not just one party or myself giving all of the attention or intention. It really is a two-way street. And it's figuring out how to love people well, not just the way that we think people should be loved or the way we assume that they should be loved. I kind of I kind of liken it to if you're married, you might ask your spouse, how can you best love them? Or you hear about people's love languages and figuring out what your spouse's love language is in order to love them the best way that they receive love. I think friendship is really the same way. It's about having really honest conversations with your friends and being really intentional and asking them, how do they receive love? How can you love them in a way of friendship and really be there for them? Because not everybody communicates the same or receives love the same. And if you can really figure out how your friends, um, what their love languages are, if you can figure out what their communication style is and kind of their expectations and friendships, it really lends itself a long way in really being intentional and pursuing those friendships. And like I said, the best friendships that I have had have been the ones where they have been really intentional. I have been really intentional with them and they in turn have been intentional um, with me. We talked a little bit about this in episode 33 titled I'll go first and I'll link it for you guys in the show notes if you haven't listened to that episode and just kind of expounding on that idea of I'll go first I shared a little bit in that episode that you know when I moved across the country um, from Minneapolis to Phoenix um, years and years ago I really came into the move um, to Phoenix with a lot of expectations. I um, I thought that I was going to make friends really easily. Um, and we kind of had a little bit of a built-in community because we were moving to take over um, a ministry position with a church. So there was kind of that already built-in community within our church family. And I really had kind of just my world turned upside down when I came expecting one thing. And to be honest, that didn't happen. And during that season of my life, I really hated when people would say, like, find your tribe, like, who's your tribe? I hated when people said that. Um, and, and mostly I didn't like it because I didn't feel like I had one. I felt like I left a really great season of friendship and moved to a desert land, literally, and had no friends. And the first few years in Phoenix, honestly, the first four years in Phoenix were really, really hard for me because I didn't have the relationships that I wanted. I was lacking friendship. I was lacking community in my life. I was also a new mom within the first year that we lived there. And I was the only um, mom in my peer group who had a child and had a young family. And it just, there were a lot of days and months that felt really, really isolating. And 
friendships that I thought were going to last a lifetime didn't. Um, and then relationships that I built, um, they just did not come easily to me. And I remember, you know, about four years into living, living in this new place and really, really struggling with a lot of relationships and not really finding solid friends. I remember just in a season getting really quiet with the Lord um, and just praying and praying, why did I not have the friendships that I wanted? Why didn't they look like the way that I wanted it to look like? And I will remember this forever. And we've talked about this before on the podcast. And this is where create the community you crave came from. It came from my prayer time and my quiet time with the Lord, where he just gently whispered to me, Andrea, you need to create the community you crave. And when I felt like the Lord spoke that to me, it was very clear. And it honestly terrified me because I am an introvert and people, I don't get energized by people and small talk is really hard for me. So in my flesh, I was, you know, talking myself out of all the ways that this was just not going to work for me. And there was no way that I was going to be able to create the community that I wanted to. And little by little, I went first. I took on this, I'll go first mentality and I started to pursue people. I put myself out there in ways that were out of my comfort zone. I started to be the friend that I wanted to have. And I put myself in positions to create community the way that I craved so much. We were made as human beings to be in community with one another. As humans, we're naturally drawn to one another. Um, and I think we see this time and time again. It's our nature to want to be around others. And we can see all throughout scripture um, just different ways that God has put communities together and put people around each other. It tells us in Galatians 6 to, to carry each other's burdens. Um, and, and in this way, it fulfills a part of God's love for, for us. Um, and how can we carry each other's burdens if we're not pursuing friendship and community with one another? If we're not pursuing community and friendship with one another and we don't know what each other is going through, there's no way that we can carry each other's burdens and pray for one another and lift each other up and encourage one another the way that Christ intended for us to be in community. And from that really, really um, just vulnerable season of my life and putting myself out there and going first in friendships, it really allowed me to create this community of like-minded women that we pursued one another. I laid down my expectations that I had and allowed God to move in those friendships and really stepped away from myself and the expectations that I had, the, the unrealistic expectations that I was putting on people during that time. And God really started to move in my life and, and really solid friendships formed. And these women that were with me in the trenches, so to speak, in a really, really tough season, um, they became my tribe. 
so to speak. And I'm just forever grateful for them. And because of like my intentionality and others intentionality with me, those relationships have really stood the test of time. And really I've seen Jesus and I've seen God move in every single one of those relationships. I looked up the word intentional and it's defined as an action performed with awareness done deliberately, consciously, and on purpose. And I really had to think to myself this week when I read that, it was kind of like a heart check for me. Um, What actions in my life right now as it relates to community are done with awareness, um, purpose, that are done deliberately in a positive way? And what am I doing consciously with my time and my relationships? And I think I would challenge anyone who's listening to this, where can you pursue friendship? And like I said, friendship and community is such a two-way street. Don't misunderstand what I'm saying that you should constantly be pursuing somebody without the reciprocation back. That's not what I'm saying. The most beneficial relationships and the most beneficial community is relationships that are both give and take. Um, where you're pursuing somebody and they are intentionally pursuing you back and there's this ebb and this flow and it's a really healthy picture of the way that Christ intended for community to be. And it really gets to that Proverbs 27, 17 part of scripture where it says, as iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another. When you're in intentional community and you're really pursuing friendship with one another, you then have a place in each other's lives to sharpen each other um, in the word of God, to pray for one another um, and and be this really bonded, unique uh, picture of Christ's love for each other and for the church. And during that season of my life, I learned some just really big, significant lessons. Um, And one of the things that I learned is community looks different for everybody. The way that I am going to do community is going to look different from yours. And I think sometimes we can get so caught up in the things that we see others doing and or we see them at church or we see women at the park together and we see all these things around us or we see things that happen on social media or you go out to dinner and you see a group of ladies that are, you know, getting together and we tend to think that it's, it's easy. It's easy for everybody else, but us. And one of the things that I learned during that season is that it looks different for everybody. It just does. And we can't put those things that we see on ourselves and think that the way that we do community and how we live life has to look like everybody else's because it's not going to. So you have to figure out how to make community work for you. And it really comes in seasons for sure. There might be different seasons of your life that are a lot busier than others. And maybe you can't go out with friends every single night of the week. Maybe it's once a week or maybe it's every couple weeks and that's okay. Because when you have really 
intentional people in your life that understand where you are in life because you've been vulnerable and you've shared with them, there will be that understanding. And I think for too long, we as women have believed the lie that it all has to look the same as the other women that we see around us. And what I would challenge you with is the thought that what if what God has for you looks different and it's just as good? What if it's just as life-giving? What if we just all got out of our own way and allowed God to work in these areas of friendship and the pursuit of friendship? Another thing that really... I learned during that season is to stop assuming and to give other women a break, the benefit of the doubt, and to love each other a little bit more and be intentional with one another. And if we did these things, how would our hearts and community around us, how would they flourish? So here's my challenge for you guys today. The woman that you think has enough friends and doesn't seem to need community in your mind, go talk to her. I bet you that she is aching and praying for the same thing that you are. Step outside yourself, allow God to work through your fears and create the community that you crave in order to have that and to pursue one another with this awareness, with this on purpose, deliberate heart and attitude. Thank you guys for listening to another episode of the Flourish Together podcast. If you guys enjoyed this episode, I would love for you guys to jump on over to iTunes and give us a rating and review. It really helps other people discover the show. And I love hearing what your guys' thoughts are about the show. If you have a comment or want to shoot me a message on Instagram about this episode or any other episodes, I would love to hear from you guys. I will go ahead and leave both my Instagram handle and my website uh, in the show notes, which you can find in the description of this podcast episode. And I wanted to take a quick moment and share with you guys one of the ways that I have chosen to keep this podcast ad-free is to offer the Flourish Together shop. The Flourish Together shop is a curated shop of coffee mugs and graphic tees and art prints that you can download for your home. And it's one of the ways that I've chosen to keep this podcast ad-free, like I said. So if you want to, you can jump on over to the shop and um, pick up merchandise there. And it really helps support the podcast and keep it sponsor-free. Thank you guys for listening, and I will see you next week.